Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello folks, welcome back to Ugly Pulp Odyssey. You this, lucky bastards. You this lucky is, bastards. Honestly, man. Like how much value are they getting from us? It's, it's ridiculous. This is a bonus episode. Um just in case you're getting a wee bit tired of uh, the you know, the usual format of us talking about films and whatnot. We Never spoke- gonna talk about I well talk about Stop films, you know. <laughs> in a slightly different way. So uh, we had said we were going to give you some new stuff, so here it is, uh, and we hope that you enjoy it. We're kind of getting back to our roots a wee bit here, where um, you, in the previous episodes we, we sort of threw in some top five, top three, I can't quite remember, lists of various things. Halcyon uh, days. The halcyon days of where we just drank 18 beers and went for it. Uh, no, to be fair, now it's just 10 beers. Not much has changed, but we are still here doing this, and so we thought we'd return to that. Um, on that note, guys, if you enjoy it, as always, please make sure to like and subscribe. And on whatever platform you listen to, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review, um, preferably one with five stars on it or whatever the maximum is on your chosen platform, because like I said, it is all about our increasing wealth and fame and success. So, you know... Ross is already famous enough, but for me and you at least. You're responsible for our mortgages. Exactly. There's some pressure for you. I quit my job two days ago. So So we're here with a bonus episode. We're going back to our roots. We're going to do some top threes this time. And since we're a wee bit late to the party, but obviously being the Oscars, we'll not talk about the main thing that everybody's been talking about. Uh, What happened to the fucking Oscars? What the fucking happened there? Something happened. Liza Minnelli was in a wheelchair. So she was, eh? So uh, we're going to give you, we thought it would be interesting, uh, we spoke about what's what's something big that we can broach, um, well, best actor, it's the, it's the biggest it's the biggest gong really, isn't it? Maybe, well, best film. Oh, best come on, what is this, fucking 1950? Uh, biggest gong. <laughs> so we're going to give you <laughs> each, each of our best, or top three best actor winners, and a wee bit of a reason why, and we'll have some discussion about it. Um, so let's just fire straight in, it's top three Best actors of all time. No, uh, no, this. They needed to have won the best actor. Yeah. Best actor, best winning actor performances. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I've just realised as I've done this that I've not put the years for me, which is a pretty big. Um, but I can do, go by the film. We'll, um, see, we'll see if we can guess. Aye. Right. Aye. Okay. Um, so we'll get your number three first. Yes, you have my number three first, and I'm, cool. I'm so interested to see um, if there's any crossover. I, I, I'm really looking forward to, to see what the what the crossover is on these because um, we've we've been kind of talking to each other a bit like, oh, we've, we're going to put the same this and put the same that. So here we go. <laughs> my number three best actor winner is from two thousand and one. Two thousand and one. Uh, well, Ross knows what it's going to be, but I'll just tell you, it's Denzel as... Um, Alonso. Alonso mm. Harris, that's the mm. one. Um, be bit of sentimentality at play here because... Yeah, I, I think it, so too. It, it's one of those films that hit at a time where I was watching it a lot, uh, my sister had it on DVD, I, I was like, this film's a bit too adult for me, but like it's, uh, you know, he's an evil bastard. Um, 
he is next level in this man. Next level. Um, really Do you know really a lot of people don't? A lot of people think Trend is really, really overrated. A hundred percent. I can see. I'm going to. I'm going to raise my hands up here. I can see. I can see why. Like there's there's elements to it which are a bit like they're, they're a bit fucking blown up. It's 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 almost how can a guy be that fucking invincible, invincible, and that in the pocket? Like I just don't get it. Like how can he be playing both sides so much? It's it's one of those films, isn't it, where it's like the ideal one where it's up for best actor, but not anything else. Aye, oh, that's aye, it aye, exactly. Sure. So I mean, uh, Denzel on this. I mean, let's. I'm not that much a Denzel historian, but maybe one of you guys can tell me, has he ever played an evil bastard like this? Up until that point? Um, no, no, he's not. No, I think, I think I, usually he's a kind of a hero, mm-hmm. even if maybe sometimes... Well, he was kind of evil in Philadelphia for a bit, wasn't he? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I mean, that's just lawyers. <laughs> no, that's just lawyers um, no, I do, I do really love him. I, like, you see, like, all the stuff that people say about Trinidad may be true, right? But yeah. um, if you're sitting there for like an hour and 40 minutes, whatever it is, you'll have fun watching him, for sure. Oh, he's, he's uh, brilliant. He's cool, he's uh, cool as fuck, man. He is really equal good. parts, terrifying, cool. Aye. Like, yeah, you know, in preparation for this, obviously, um, I'm, I'm trying to get my, my picks together. Um, i seen that and it stuck out to me, so, you know, bar watching the film, I'm on YouTube and looking mm-hmm. at it. Can I, did you watch, is it, is it the kind of, he does the King Kong? Roscoe, steal my thunder. <gasps> Let me get to it. Right, sorry. Hold your fucking horses, right? Right, you can ruin one of me. So I'm, I'm, watch, I'm watching um, bits or whatever, and one of my favourite things to do, we, we like favourite scenes from films and that kind of stuff, is I love I love reading the comments on YouTube, right? Because it's like... Oh, I wish I'd done that. Right, so, oh no, it's great, man. Like, But one of my favourite bits is obviously the the, the, the the several car journeys that they have together throughout mm-hmm. the film, right? And they get sort of increasingly more like, oh fuck, like... <laughs> crazy right but there's one in particular he's giving him a real speech about his future and that kind of stuff and the top comment is just like he is like straight up giving him wisdom and fucking with him at the same time and it's like that's that's what this film is to me like that's the brilliance of his performance in this is he's actually like he's doing what a lot of these control and aggressive guys do is like he's 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 dressing up a lot of this as wisdom and advice but he's straight up fucking with him yep. like and he's and it's that's what gives him that cold edge. But Ross, as you jumped in, we're also going to, in case I haven't said, guys, we're going to give you a um, a recommended scene. If you are someone who doesn't maybe know why this person has won the Best Actor Oscar for this particular performance, we're going to pick a recommended scene from the films that we choose. To, to If you don't watch the film, watch this and see a master in Jump action. Jump on YouTube, you'll yeah. find that. So mine's for um, Denzel is... King Kong ain't got shit on me. It's a hair-raising scene for me when the whole hood turns against him. Yeah. Um, and and uh, uh, Ethan Hawke gets to walk away and they, they're like, nah, we got you. And his, his change in character, his total ego, he still thinks he's getting away with it. No. He's so smug, so pompous, so defiant. Right up to the end, he's like, I'm getting away with it. And the funny thing is, I remember watching this for the first time, and you think he's getting away with it because he drives away. Yeah. He gets allowed to get in his car, drive away and walk away, and let's just say it don't end well. Aye. Um, so that's me. I've got my first one. That's number three for me, Denzel Washington as Alonzo Harris in 2001's Training Day. A fucking good one. 
Who's going next? Ross goes in. Right. I'm going to preface this with a county that I've seen 40. You know, the best actor winning performances. Oh, I never did that. That would be a, a good one to see how many I've seen now. Um, no ve- chance we've got that. <laughs> no I, 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 I probably wouldn't have seen ve- 40. Ve- you know. ve- very easy to whittle it down to about 10. Ah, yeah, I think and so. Then very difficult thereafter. Yeah. Some stuff I've not seen for years, other stuff not aged well. Like, I mean, Tom Hanks, both of them. Like, yeah. Like, straight guy playing a gay guy. Yep. Uh, playing somebody that we additional support needs. Mm hmm. I know, aging great. Exactly. That's, that's just the 90s, fuck. Um, Very 90s thing, uh, that. that. <laughs> but, I'm surprised that I can find them both. <laughs> but from, from we my, already did that. There's something about Mary. So I knew you were going to say that, man. Um, for, my, for my number three, we're going to 1980. Oh, I know what it is. It's, uh, to, I've got this on my list as well. We're going it to, is De Niro. Marty Scorsese. It's, De Niro. Uh, Raging Bill. Jake, Jake LaMotta. LaMotta. So there we go. Me and Barry can combine this one. We so, talk about this. That would yep. save a wee bit of time. So that's my number two. Um, I mean, it's 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 probably the best sports film ever made. Yeah, agreed. Uh, uh, I mean, it's 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 amazing that this is like in a a, a not a biographical film because it's just that rise and fall. It's like it's pure Shakespeare. You know, that's what makes it not really a sports film for me. So I suppose the thing that we're going to be looking at now is what scene do we choose, but we'll we'll talk about Aye. it. Um, I mean, I know what you mean, Martin, but I know I know it's more about him as a person rather than the actual boxing. But I mean, that's that's kind of most sports films anyway. But it's got that classic. I used to talk about it now. But 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 what's it's got that classic thing though that De Niro's kind of become known for, which is the the sort of. Um, the savvy, the intelligent but troubled guy who's like, who's kind of yes. somehow, obviously the whole thing about Jake LaMotta in this film is is, is the total mental insecurity and paranoia and, and uh, like, the, instability, but, but De Niro's become a, like sort of known for that type of role as well, where he's like, he's switched on, but he's also very fragile. I, I some, Somebody that can kind of um, just, just switch... Mm-hmm. So so quickly from one mood to the other. Yep. You you look at the, the the physicality of this performance as well. See it's the unreal. that's went into it, like the, the kind of boxing and everything, and you watch those boxing scenes and they're so well done. Um, okay, obviously, like a lot, a lot of that's Danny Scorsese and just how amazing he is yep. and the makeup and everything and how well. Oh, but so good. The the training that like, this is maybe one of the first examples of the kind of extreme. Like kind of fitness aye. and no, then yeah, yeah. piling the weight on, he, but it was, type it was thing. You know, it was I mean? weight and muscle he put aye. on. Yeah. Well, he, um, there's a lot of suggestions that he was so good he could have became a professional boxer. I mean, he, he trained with um, Lamotta and everything to kind of try and mimic his movements and everything. Aye, there's one, some of my would, but did Daniel Delius play a boxer on? The boxer was it not? Oh, there you go. Daniel Delius. Ah, no, that was that was Mark Wahlberg in the boxer. That's the fighter. You two. The fighter. Uh, uh, <laughs> don't get me fucking oh my god don't Anything. confuse me Daniel J. Lewis man um, for god's god sake Daniel J. Lewis got nothing on me motherfucker <laughs> De-, De Niro in this he, he, he kind of he does so well see with the the jealousy and just the kind of wrath and the rage and it's it's so so good and he's a horrible horrible bastard Danny. Yep, yep. but he's that he's that good at it that like you 
you kind of help, but like kind of he's fragile. Ah, you, you just want him to kind of succeed. That that it's like one of the best things about cinema. That see when you've got like a kind of a horrible character, but you you want them to do well. Better. I, I would say on that note that this is one of the aspects of that film that is genius is that. We all know that obviously the truth is stranger than fiction. Mm-hmm. There's no better story ah, than a true yeah. story. And in the case of Jake LaMotta, if I was to say to you that the guy was a stand-up comedian <laughs> and boxer, you would think this is from a Farrelly Brothers film, not a Martin Scorsese film. Because mm-hmm. the reality is his life was absurd. The reality is his life was mental. So there's something already off the bat tragic about it. Mm-hmm. Straight away it's tragic. Mm-hmm. The guy had over a hundred fights. The guy was a legend. One How of many the, did he win? One of the all time eighty odd he won or something oh, like really? that. Um, but you know he's one of the all time legends of, of fighting. And what's interesting about the the um, the fight scenes, as you say, which I think makes it brilliant, is it really shows the difference in the eras that he had to, that he had to fight through. Yep. So Jake Lamotta came up in a time where it was corrupt. Oh, it arguably okay. still is, but the, the corruption and, and that kind of stuff. And then there's all the personal jealousy. But he then just gets beat by guys who are fitter and stronger and mm-hmm. faster than Let him. me ask you two a question, especially you, Buzz. Yep. If you're watching a, a film about boxing, a, bio, a boxing biopic, say, right, how realistic do you want the fighting scenes to be? Well, this, this is what... Because uh, the fighting scenes in, like, a... Um, which got a creed are infinitely more realistic than a uh, raging bull or that, right? I'm going to jump in. I, know I, I don't you, think I know they are. You know what well, I'm going to say, though. They, they, I don't think they no, are. No, because the raging bull ones are more cinematic, but. No, no, no. But, these are but more realistic. Need, no, seriously, right. So, my point on that would be go and watch fights from the 50s or 60s. Right? No, but like. The, I, think, I think he's meaning about the way they're filmed. The way they're filmed. Right, no, that's, that's, that's a fair point, but I'm still saying go and watch fights from that era. You'd be surprised how slow these guys. Like, I'm not taking away from anything, but they don't look the same as modern fighters. Right? They, no, they definitely don't. It's, see that? See that type of thing of like, see the old-fashioned like put them up like what that. Uh, they kind of just there's this right now. There's some guys are a bit more aggressive. Jake Lamotta was known as being, you know, a really, really aggressive fighter. That's why he was so. That's why a guy could fight 100 fights. He was far more aggressive than everybody else. But. And you look at modern fighters, and yes, there's like, oh, that guys can fuck you up kind of thing. A lot of the older guys, they weren't quite like that. They could get out of shape a bit. They were like, it was a totally different thing. And yes, they would maybe even stand and wait to react to punches. There wasn't this athletic edge to it quite as much as there is in the modern day. And that's actually profiled in the film. Do you know what I mean? Like he was, he was coming down right. He'd already went to the pits of despair, and was then having to come up when guys like Sugar Ray Robinson were on the scene through the 50s and 60s, and then it's like, after that, you're talking about some of the best of all time, the fittest fucking, like, the, the era changes at that point. So I'll, I'll Ali give, comes in. I'll, get, I'll give my, uh, my two wee cents because I don't have any De Niro in my top three, and it's, oh. uh, it kind of annoys me. Uh, it does annoy me, because I think Raging Bull, I love Raging Bull, right, but I don't think, in terms of De Niro for performances, it's behind Taxi Driver, it's behind Deer Hunter, it's behind The Godfather, and it's behind... Um, wow! Fucking 
Cape Fear. Um, in terms of his performances no, for I, me, I, I can get that. Uh, I think, but oh, you know, it's interesting though. His, his, his one, when, right, right. When so he's just, won the best just, just, I know, and, and we were we were talking about it. I find it. I thought he'd won like three. Just quickly on that that point, mm. though. So see, we were talking about. Um, uh, like, remember I said earlier, like singular performances. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Like, oh no, this this Joe Pesci's awesome in it as well. I, but well, like, that's what I was going to say. I don't think it would be. Um, I, I think that Joe Pesci has helped him. Mm. That has like because Joe Pesci they, is so such good a good it. foil for him. I like so that's that's helped push this performance even further. And I think it was actually De Niro that kind of earmarked him for that part. Yep, and <clears> helped <throat> him become what he is. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since two thousand thirteen, Bombas has donated over one hundred million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, so, rather than let it drag on, we'll... We've got to I've got. I, I put two down, Barry. So the, the one two, and one only for me. Well, there's two that I think sum up the, the kind of I character bet, and I the performance. Got, I know you're going to do. Right. It's very it's very first one. one very first one, and again, it comes earlier in the film is the overcooked steak. Ah, uh, right, that's not uh, right. And then that um, is great, though. Just kidding, Right. Okay. So it's, it's pretty much his his first marriage, Lamata, and he's he's kind of in the kitchen and. He's, he's a boxer, you know what I mean? He's he's one his steak, you know? Um and he's shouting at this this woman, like, don't overcook that steak, and she's giving him it back and the rage that comes out in him, you know what I mean? This is what an angry guy. Mm-hmm. And then typical kind of New York, like, you know what I mean? Stereotypical. Like we're on the white shout, beat this oh, and all that. Oh that as well. But then Somebody fell outside. Right, shouts in. And another right. apartment shouting, like, look, fucking shit. Keep it down in there. And then he's leaning <laughs> yeah, out. Stink bags. He's leaning out the window, you know what I mean? Threatening to come downstairs and slap somebody. Right. You know? And uh, it's just. Imagine that living in an apartment where you're, you're, you're shouting at your apartment at, like, heavyweight champion right. of the world. Like, uh-huh. maybe no. Right. And then, so the second one, which is more. You're going to, it's going to be it. The in the ring aspect is the oh. his second fight with Sugar ah, Ray Robinson. That's not um, and it's it's that kind of physicality, the performance you yeah. get to see him in the ring, and then when he's all he takes a, a beating yep. in that fight, and then the bell goes, and he's clearly lost, and he goes up to Sugar Ray after it, and he, he's just all he's got to say to him is, "You didn't knock me down." You didn't, and, the guy's like his face is right, so fucked. swollen. Um, aye, amazing. I think I know maybe what you're going to say, Barry. I could be wrong, but Barry, I'm not going to spoil it this time. I hear things. <laughs> I, I hear things. That scene is like pure De Niro mastery to me. Is uh, 
a year after uh, uh, his brother's beaten up, mm-hmm. uh, Joey's beaten up. Uh, what's the guy's name again? Ah, uh, the the gangster. Ah, um, uh, I can't fucking remember. So he's always he's he's. For anyone who hasn't seen the film, he's jealous as fuck, right? He thinks that his wife is shagging everybody, right? So there's been a totally unrelated altercation between his brother Joey and this guy, and Joey is a famous scene in the film, he ends up fucking beating the shit out of him, right? But he is so fucking jealous and so paranoid that he can't let it go. And see that scene with him and uh, Joe Pesci? Mm -hmm. Where it goes from, I thought... The guy, I can't remember the fucking gangster's name. Is it, I don't know. Vili or Vil- Vilni uh, or something like that? I don't know. So he thinks that it goes from asking him whether he shagged his wife to, wait a minute, did you shag my wife? Right? But it's like, it, it goes to the way De Niro does it. Yeah. Pesci's is, great in that scene as well, to be fair. The way he does it is, is De Niro mastery. It's yeah. almost like a complete carbon copy in reverse of uh, Funny How. Aye, it's aye, like the aye, reverse. Aye. It's aye. Pesci is getting Pesci's Pesci'd. on the receiving end of it. Aye, aye, he's getting Pesci because he's the full time. He's like, I like that. That's Pesci. He's, 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 he's like, don't even ask me. That. I'm not even going to answer. I'm not going. Aye, aye, aye. I'm not going to. But he keeps pushing it. Response. He keeps pushing aye. it all the way. Anyway, we've we've spoken about it for quite some time. Um, that is we'll, my number two. So we'll we'll, we'll be skipping on. Um, yeah, so Martin, you're number three. Yeah, give us your first one, Marty boy. My number three is 1962. 62 that'll be it is uh, Gregory Peck oh of course ah, Atticus Finch and Atticus. To Kill a Mockingbird hey classic um, that's just kind of a funny one for me because I wasn't expecting that I wasn't uh, expecting that either. well I I did not do To Kill a Mockingbird in school see uh, that's, that's when I seen it I exactly Same. so um, I was uh, me and you uh, we done like all your other kind of um, the books that you do in school um, like Lord of the Flies Kill the pig Kill the pig Right big D um, <laughs> uh, No but I actually only saw uh, To Kill a Walking Bird uh, For the first time a couple of years ago really? it, was one, uh, uh, it was one of those things that was on like I don't know what's the, the the new version of like TCM do you remember TCM? Is there a new there one? Is, there is one I know what you're talking about Sky fucking classic or something and um I, I genuinely like see it's hard to had you read the book no I've not read it right. what no I've not read it no. Um, pick, would you have read it if you weren't in school though? probably see, not There's, pro- I've got a list of kind of books not. I don't I, like, read miss, but I've I, never get around to it but we read first. the book in school then watched the film yeah yeah yeah, yeah. What, did, you, did you read it in school read it in school and then seen mm-hmm. the film I. so mm-hmm. is, what, is the book as good as the film is it better than the film they're pretty much carbon copies I I don't I it doesn't really kind of. Ah, it's not really one of those ones where you can. No, it's, it's like a carbon copy of the book. I just like I think Greg. I generally think Gregory Peck is probably probably. Ugh, this is weird. This is weird to say because I don't know how he was rated when when back in the day when mm-hmm. he was ha- when he was really really big. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But generally, anything I've seen him in, like seeing the Omen and all that, I think mm. that's one of the best uh, horror performances like of all time, right? Yeah. And seeing you see him this, he's just uh, um so basically Gregory Pegg is um lawyer. a lawyer and he takes on a case for Tom Robinson, a black man who's been accused of raping a white girl. Mm-hmm. In the South, no less. In the South, South no mm-hmm. yeah. Um and he's just you're kinda there's uncom there's a very uncomfortable film to watch as well, certain points. Oh, man, um, see for nice. see for kids see for kids in terms of being exposed to 
the type of language that these people were using to but describe you know, Tom Robinson. Do you know what's it's really quite, funny, right? It's quite mm-hmm. shocking. Do you know what's really mean? funny? Um, it's because my key scene is Atticus Finch's closing statement mm-hmm. in the, the courtroom where he, he basically says... There you go. Um, lays out all the information, talks about the right-hand, left-hand thing, and then he, he says an absolutely awesome quote. It's It says... The only people who think, but he basically says the only people who think Tom is guilty is people of the caliber, mm-hmm. the caliber of mind of like any points to all like the the kind of I don't know what do you, what do you call it the gallery that's right and yeah. the uh, the caliber the mind of these people and all yeah, that yeah. and then obviously Tom gets guilt uh, gets found mm-hmm. out to be guilty and all that mm-hmm. but in terms of Peck it's just like it's like he's like one of the like. It's like greatest heroes in like oh, cinema, do, like absolutely. Of all time. I, absolutely. Do you know what? It, it's stick, like see he's saying that and thinking back and remembering and stuff like that. He, he's up there with kind of um, Jimmy Stewart in terms yeah. of like the ability to play these nice guys. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's but, what he is. But in this what film. he had just, going for him was more of a. He was more of a like a stoic nice oh, guy. Aye, aye. He, he I, knew he, that he, he knew was, that there was. Bad stuff in the world. Ah, yeah. He was I know, almost I know, naive. He was He's almost like, like, sure had a wee bit of naivety. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, right, yes. Right. Whereas Gregory Peck and Finch is like almost like presidential. That's it. That's you're it. like you're, you're like you want to follow him. Absolutely. You want to follow him and all that. And There's uh, certain actors that just fall into that category where, yeah, where, yeah. where their, their aura is somebody who's an authority, somebody who is respectable and and I. And you get the feeling. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. Like a that much a historian on mm-hmm. kind of classic cinema in that respect. I don't know if Gregory Peck turned it to be a nice guy or what, but in this, oh, no, just, I, think, I think he's uh, well, he's uh, well thought of uh, in that I regard. Thought that I too. respect him. Um, yeah. It's just it's um, the, the, the to 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 make a lawyer to be a hero takes like a lot, mm-hmm. and whereas in like the scene where like he's walking out and you you've got all like him. Um, I, what I was going to say is so even then you need to well you were talking about the language and all that even Gregory Peck calls Tom Robinson like a negro right? I, I wasn't even referring to that I, I know that I know that I know that's what you're but that's, I'm, that I'm was saying, a commonly used term yes I know I, no but I'm not saying he's saying that in a bad way but mm. you were saying the bad ones but I'm even There's I'm much saying much worse than that yeah, yeah of course aye. but even that shows you back in the day that aye, that aye, was aye. like that was fine right but I, yeah I just He's, he's think, absolutely, think, like, even so, so, even it's just the they they do a lot that he's he's looking after his um he's 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 a, uh, a single father he's a widower I think he's a mm-hmm. widower isn't he? yep. so it's just everything's kind of put in place for you to well, forget want to root for you, you I mean like just on that film we've been talking about it a long time but like there's Forgetting the aspects of the film that are that are actually so brilliant about it is it's is is that it's seen through the eyes of, of a kids child. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and you know yeah, he's this monolithic hero. Well, he's their dad. He's, yeah. he's exactly. the hero. But for sure. isn't it brilliant though? This is another thing about how weighty that performance is because if you think about that film, kind of existing at a time or potentially maybe slightly predating the civil rights movement. He essentially becomes the figurehead in the public eye for 
standing up for black people, a a which in the south Aye. may as well be a fucking death sentence. Exactly, it's a brave book and a brave film. That's for what sure, I'm saying. Right? So he's took a he's took a big and see in terms of like a technical point of view. Aye. that um, the the closing monologue thing is like eight minutes. Aye. and he's he's just got that like fucking dirty a T man, and it, there's no breaks. It's nah, he's, it's he's a straight shot, eight minutes. Peck is fucking. He'd rather die than miss a beat. Is like that, it's oh, awesome. Oh, awesome. Is, is, uh, he's he's fucking funny. And, and shout out to Bill Adley and all. What, what a guy. Uh, hiding in his door. Ledge. That was fucking terrifying. Uh, we were, that was fucking scary. We were watching that. Um, absolutely right. So um, that, I've already revealed my second. Um, so what we're going to do is, well, I just. So that was your third. So Roscoe, it's on to your second now. I jumped it too. This is all live, by the way, guys. So we don't know what the crossover is. We don't know what everybody's going to be. So we're just gone for it. Right. So, number two. This guy's won it a number of times, so the odds are he was going to be featured at some point. <laughs> Here we go, this is one. Once. Right. What? Yeah. Once. No, 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 no. It's fucking Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, of uh, course. Right. DDL. DDL. Um, oh, which one, though? Uh, it has to be. I'm not, I'm not mad keen on Lincoln. There will be blood, clearly. I'm not, I'm not really mad keen on it. I love the Robbie Blood. My, my left foot is a very good film. It's there will be blood, there. But I love that film. there will be blood. Yes, nice. I was close to picking that myself, Roscoe, but uh, honestly, one of my favourite modern films. Love it. The only reason, uh, viewers, listeners, the only reason I didn't is because I knew Roscoe would pick it. So, right. I mean, it's it's hard to say just how good he is in this film. And yep. I looked at who he was up against that year, and I mean, that must have been one of the easiest picks for the Academy ever. Right, absolutely, man. Like the the guy, the guy is like. I, I was kind of thinking about it and he's the he's the year and the character in the so the it's film um, right, Daniel so Plainview Plain da- Daniel Plainview two thousand and seven there will be blood yeah Paul Thomas Anderson watched it very very recently so 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 good it's awesome it's like, awesome man. I mean that film starts I, it's been a while and since people I've only it. complaining because it's long fuck off. Nah. I mean, the film starts like. But you get to watch him being amazing for three hours. Like, I know, man. But it's even that the first, I don't know, is it 10, 15 minutes of the, fir- the start of the film aye. where there's n- no dialogue? Oh, the fuck just, off. Just him in the. I, I just digging away and I'm walking oh, So good. I mean, he ends up like injuring himself. The guy's got a limp all the way through the film. He probably like, fucking got somebody beat the shit out of him in the baseball bat. None with Daniel Delis is like, it wouldn't surprise me. Oh. It wouldn't surprise me if he went. Like into Texas and started just digging a hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it's, it, see, for me, like, I. You actually pick everyone he has seen, so I'm interested, uh, to, I'm interested to see which one you pick. The, oh, I can't know it. Come on. The, the, the guy is like, see the, see the way he does accents and everything. It's like so. Aye, it's authentic as fuck. Aye, but he's such a chameleon. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He's the definition of a fucking chameleon. See so you've got like. Well, not clearly not, because the definition of a chameleon is an as animal. A small as a small reptile. <laughs> <laughs> we don't accept grammar nonsense like that. No, we don't. Or literal no. fucking verbs and stuff. Do we fuck? No. Sorry, um, Russell. See, see, when I think of like people saying, like, oh, but. You know, you think of like Jim Carrey and stuff, and how he can do impressions. Like Daniel Day Lewis, like an Irish guy who can completely sell being this kind of like American prospector, pretty yeah. much yeah. in the early twentieth century. Oh, it's, it's so good. But the one of the things about you know, obviously everything's so good. One of the things like when I was watching back the scenes is just he knows so well 
when to be quiet and that's when that. to be loud. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly it. He knows when to shout and he knows when to kind of stutter and stumble and whisper. Mm-hmm. And, oh, honestly, it's so good. I mean, Can I guess the key scene? The, I picked I picked two. I, I mean, there's the obvious one. Milkshake. That's the obvious uh, one, which I was like, right, that's the obvious one. If MD else is going to do it, that's what they're going to pick. It's so good. It's the end of the film. Um, the other one is uh, Daniel's Baptism. Uh, <laughs> which is so good. He's up and he's getting slapped. Aye. Uh, and he's getting made to say that he abandoned his boy. And he's, it's kind of it's slow at first and he's kind of laughing at the whole kind of proceeding now he's not a religious man you know and eventually though the guilt hits him and he starts screaming I've abandoned my boy and it's ah I've abandoned my boy that's it so good the scene I also love is the the scene where he's having dinner with his kid Mm -hmm. and the the guy um the guy who's wanting to buy it is like in the next table mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he goes over to him and starts abusing him. Yeah, he's a nasty man, but he's also fucking, what a, what a performance. Um, Can I just say, by the way, I prefer Bill the Butcher. I think he's... Oh, controversial. Aye, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Aye. Aye. I just think he's just a bit more entertaining as a character, I think. Ah, I mean, like entertaining in the. Ah, not necessarily. I'm not saying he's better either, but I think Bill Butcher's more entertaining. He, he's more. He's a bit of a caricature, him. Yeah. Though. And I love it. And I fucking love it. Fair enough. Right, what are we down to? Um, Marty, it's your two? Um, yes. Uh, I'll since go for. Since we, we've, we've crossed paths, Roscoe. I'll go for. Um, <laughs> 2000s Maximus Dismas Marudis. Oh, I knew it was going to come up at some point. Um, We're going to be doing that soon, aren't we? So that's not revealed so. too much. Uh, I, Big um, mate Paddy. Paddy, where are you? Paddy, where are you at? Paddy, hello. As as Habib would say, send location. Aye. Who <laughs> fuck's Habib? Nurmagomedov, the best welterweight of all time in the UFC. The big man, the eagle. Mm, that's a bit niche. Battered Conor McGregor. Oh, that guy, oh aye. Send location, bro. Um, yeah, so it's 2000's uh, Gladiator, Maximus Desperidis, played by Russell Crowe. Oh, I'm New Zealand in 64. <laughs> Making movies, making songs, are flying around the world. Faxes, directors, Ali Faxes, fans. Give me a tagger. It's a problem no one understands. Uh, There's definitely some, um, 100% some sentimentality in this ah, one for us. Okay, absolutely. Um, I, um, Gladiator gets a lot of shit, and I really don't get why. I, I absolutely adore it, and it's, I think it's one of my favourite films. I think it's because it's a it's an entirely condensed historic film that probably some fucking fuck nuggets are angry that it's not more historically what? accurate Ugh, no. or like the I, fact do, that do one you know guy can batter hundreds of people just annoys some folk do you know something uh, I read say you're saying historically accurate just a wee tidbit I, I seen another day um, do you know that like back in kind of gladiatorial times in Rome save yeah, us for the fucking pod we're going to do it hey, no just quickly because it's funny they actually had billboards Ah. they were a thing yeah. and we were going to put them in and Ridley Scott went nah people will not fucking believe that they have ah, because the, the reality is too weird <laughs> I know definitely so uh, one of the most famous stories about uh, Gladiator uh, was, is Russell behind the scenes is Russell Crowe and the um, the writer really did not get along in terms of uh, dialogue and famously Russell Crowe said to the um, the writer 
your it basically said your dialogue shit, but I'm the best actor in the world and I can make it work. And you know something is right. And what was that one referring to? Um, is is it the is it the speech? It's the speech. The speech. Um, right, there you go. Because oh, yeah. it, it is a bit on the nose, but hey, it works. It's also my key scene, Roscoe. Wow. Um, I it's just there's there's actually a bit of a for folk of our age. It's about a da Hank growing with. Oh, Maximus. You like kidding? Hundred percent. You like that? Is that like going to be our da film? Right, it's like <laughs> film. That's a, that's a bonus episode, <laughs> guys. You heard it right. right here films. Films. I swear to God, it's like it's like I swear to God, I was Maximus was my fucking da. I love Maximus. But it's but also that Hank's not Maximus. It also the the whole thing, like it even says it in the film. It's the the general who became a slave, the slave who became a gladiator, the gladiator who became more powerful than the Roman, and they've just literally described the film. Mm. But he still needs to go on that journey, and it's amazing. And it's the, modern, it's the modern day Ben Hur. Oh, fuck off. I mean, uh, well, this, it is. better than fucking Ben Hur. No, but what I'm saying is, in terms of the technical aspects of it, I was thinking more in terms of the like the fight scenes. Not are so good. They are it's still the modern they, day Ben Hur. They are still impeccable. Oh, absolutely. But the sure. thing, but to get back to Crow, the guy's so arrogant, right? Yeah. I generally don't think anyone ever else ever could have played Maximus because see the respect that the guy gets in that film you're just like I love you I, lo- I actually love you Maximus I don't even know you man no one else could open a tub of brill cream and put his hair down the wee spikes from a 2000 era Ned aye and, and just like no, they definitely did this. Aye, they, did that, they definitely did that. They definitely got the brill cream and they, they put it through their wee spikes <laughs> at the front. They definitely did that. Ridley, Ridley, listen to me. I'm telling you, I'm they did this. Telling you, forget I, your bubbles. I looked at, I seen a picture. They, they did it with the brill cream. But it's obviously like <laughs> I was looking at a mosaic the other day. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not just like it's not just an action film where he is a badass. It is that. But you've got, for instance... He's that much of a badass that he, he clearly um, didn't want to spend much time on screen with fucking Big Ollie. He's like, I can't nearly did, but uh, can we limit our screen time together, please, in case he fucking kills me? <laughs> That's not fair, because he is the, the biggest badass of all. all the <laughs> Madman. But you get By all the... Maximus Dismas Radius. You get all the kill shit, right? But then you get the scenes where he finds his family and all that, and he's like, Aye. absolutely just... Absolutely stricken with grief, and then you get the the rage, Aye. and also get he, he's on a revenge mission, but at the same time he's kind of at the one time in the in the one hand he doesn't care if he dies, yet he uses uh, he uses his skills and all that to get where he wants to be, so. and he's just the fact he's just, he's so respected and he's so cool and he's, he's really? just he's just. He's the man. I do not disagree with you picking that at all. Absolutely, like timeless movie that mm. um, we could pick. We'll, we'll, we'll do an episode and we'll talk about it. But it's Aye. it's fucking modern classic. Absolutely right. So is it time now? It is time now yeah. for the number ones. Um, so I'll be very interested. It'll to be hear. very interesting. Now, I'm just going. I'm going to go first here, right? But I'm but I'm I'm going to say something before I reveal mine, which is that I've deliberately not picked, picked something. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to lie I've deliberately not picked something and it's not for that makes it sound a bit weird but I mean it's like it's not that it couldn't have been my number one but 
after a long time thinking, I was thinking more about the collective impact of something, if that makes sense, uh, especially for me personally. So I have went for my Just number one. Guess. Go for it. Malin Brando. Yep. Wow. Aye, what, what did I just say? I've deliberately not picked something. It was that that I deliberately not okay. picked. Okay. I kind of tried to avoid that one as well. It's not that I tried to avoid it because I didn't want to pick it. It is one of the best, right? Yeah. But also, I don't think it's the best performance in the Godfather trilogy, so I can't. Uh, nah, it's not. I, I, I so, picked it in terms of my favourite anyway, not what I think the best right, is. Right. So. Go on. Tell us. Drop the bomb. It's Anthony Hopkins. Ah, mm. uh, it's. it's um, you know, I love horror. You know, I love, um, I love disturbing, like, mm-hmm. you know, really punchy cats. So it's Hannibal Lecter as uh, my number one. And the, the reason I picked it is it's a film, it's a favourite of me and Sharon's. It's, like, it's one of these films that has a, has a special place for me. I don't know why. It's something I've seen when I was young. He's always been the epitome of evil. I, He's always I, been very the so. epitome of a... Of a, of a Horror villain, like a, even which even though he does you, nothing in the film, but it makes you funny like, because he is the world's best guy in real life. I, exactly, he's like the fucking he's Welsh, I, super champion, the world's like, best guy, s- sweetheart of all aye. time, right? But um, I like just ridiculous, man, and and the fact that he's not the the active villain in the film. I just said the word villain, but he's not the active villain in no, the film. No. There's so many aspects to this that are brilliant, and um, we could we could talk about it till the cows come home, but. I think this was maybe the first time. This could be this could be total hyperbole, but this could be. I think this might have been the first time that I was aware of an actor having a mad look in their eyes, like a fucking insane mad look. It may have been. It may have been the first time you were aware of like good acting, perhaps. But specifically that, well, that you've, you've got maniacal. Look, uh, luckily, because, in that film, you've got the bit. You know, you've got the, his mouth's covered, Aye. and he's acting purely like Those oh, okay. You can eyes, hear him, man. you know, love the pants, all that kind of stuff. That's but it's his eyes. Aye. That's the only part of his face you ridiculous. can really see. It's always he's he's, he's I know he does the, the so, thing with his mouth and all that, but he's, he's always his yeah. blue eyes. Those fucking blue eyes. So, I mean, really interesting as well, Baz, as you kind of mentioned that he's he's barely on the screen 16 minutes or something something ridiculous like that but to steal to steal the show in a film like that uh, unbelievable Uh, uh, it's it's amazing he's the quintessential um, you know monster from a film Mm -hmm. Um, so my best scene um, I mean (laughs) there's there's two here Uh, obviously by the way I'm just going to say both of them is joint because Mm -hmm. obviously the nice Chianti is but there's there's a, there's a particular look he has in his face when he says that. I, I'm pretty sure I'm sh- pretty sure that the, the the line he says is a censor worker, a, 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 a census worker. Yeah. A census yes. worker bothered me once. No, a census worker tried to test me. That's once. it. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just it's just the immediate look. The changed and he looks to her in the eye. The fourth wall is broken. He's looking right. at you, mm-hmm. so he's look. He's kind of like looking up to the right, and it's and because this whole film is essentially a study in like um, narcissism and like mm-hmm. you know someone who's mentally ill in that sense. So he's kind of looking up and he's in this fantasy land. He's in this uh, 
I'm great. He's just telling his wee story. A census worker. But then and goes, then he immediately buffed. It's like a fucking sledgehammer. His look just nails you. I ate right? his lover. And he just delivers it right to the camera uh, with his dilated pupils and then uh, and then does the fucking the noise. Uh, and indicated it. That's pretty good. I I'll give you, I'll give you that. So he ate his lover with a nice Chianti, which he delivers perfectly. My other my other um my other scene which was an honorable mention, which is up there actually as well, because it it plays to a wee bit of the, the campness of Lecter. Mm. Lecter's oh, clearly quite a camp. Uh, 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 as, the, as the senator scene. I, as, I, I as love the, the pants. As where he goes on, he talks at length and really disturbing, talk about her, like, you know, you can cut a man's leg off and it'll still tingle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, because he's talking about the, her daughter get murdered and he's like, when you breastfed your daughter and that kind of stuff, he goes, so... Um, he's like, what is it? He says, "Where does your body tingle?" And that kind of stuff, or some, uh, something like that, right? Do you not think oh. he's? Uh, I, I thought you were going to say, "Do you not think he's like proper camp?" Right. And you oh, know, he's uh, not. Yes. N- you know, no, no. When he's in the cage, smelling of perfume. No, no, no. When he's he's. He's, he's got the club and he's beating the guy's face. Aye, he's aye, aye. It's like a it's that's, like an orchestra. It's like a baton conductor. That's I was going to mention that. That's like really disturbing. It really, really is, man. He's he's fucked up. The um, blood splash. Aye, horrible. So there you go. Big big Anthony is is, is my number one. Um, that's 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 it. Let's move on. Um, Roscoe. Right, Bas. Over to you uh, for numero uno. It's quite quite of a, all time. Quite a good pick for your number one. Right. Um, with Silence of the Lambs one the big five there's only two other films to have won the big five one of them was It Happened One Night well, of course so um, which of course it's a few do <laughs> which isn't isn't the pick for me um, sorry that film it's no. I wouldn't rush back to it but the other film that won the big five and have we heard it Oh, you'll have heard of it. <laughs> and you'll have definitely heard of the main man that won the best actor for it. Yeah. So it's uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yep. Jack Nicholson, yep. Rando, Patrick, Patrick. Mac, Mac, Mac McMurphy. Uh, Roscoe, I'll just come in and say that that is my number one pick also. Oh, oh woofed. Look at you two. Aye. Um, I think, you There's know... a conspicuous absence here, uh, isn't there? I think... A lot of people, you know, it, it, it seems just like him. Like he's playing himself. Aye. You know what I mean? It's almost like it's almost like he's playing how he is as an actor. Yep. Aye. Aye. And if it was MDLs, I would be critical of it. Yep. Absolutely. But just because it's Jack, like, and you can see that everything else that he, like, I don't know I like to think that this is the way he is in real life that yeah yeah, yeah playfulness so, oh, yeah. oh very much so but you see the other stuff so you know that you know you know he can act you know he can do other things you've seen him playing bad guys you've seen him doing other things but this is I mean he's he's like a, a counter culture icon that's it aye. and this is like a quintessential counter culture film yep and he was. He this was, is his. Well, probably one. He, I mean, I think he did play Jimmy Hoffa once, but this is right. other, other than that, maybe. This is his probably most stick it to the man performance. He was Stone Cold before Stone Cold was Stone Cold. <laughs> <laughs> but yep. This, this, this guy, like, see when you see the other actor, like, five Oscars, this film, the five big ones, the, the kind of caliber of actors and stuff, like, in this film, and how good they all are but he's still head and shoulders above all of them it's 
his head and shoulders are above any other actor ever. He is the best. It's uh, the. He is the best. You going for it? Well, oh, come on, he is. Yeah, uh, Nobody... Bonus content, ugly Paul Policy. Not only are you getting the best actor, actor at Oscars, you're getting a fucking exclusive here. Marty thinks that Jack Nicholson is the greatest actor of all time. He's absolutely untouchable. You've got well, you've got him on a pedestal, and then below below that, you've got like De Niro and Delos and stuff like that. But nobody can touch Jack. It's it's one of these. It's like, a take. I I, I kind of I had a laugh, and I mean, like I, other other than maybe um, Maximus, we're probably all all guilty of this, and that is is could equally be a flawed character list. Aye, yeah, hundred percent. Aye. I don't know if that's if that's kind of telling on us or telling on just the kind of the characters. That I would is say Hannibal's a bit flawed, aye. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, a wee bit, a wee bit. About half, just a wee bit. What I would say about this particular performance, right, is it's one thing to play, see, see to play like like Hannibal Lecter to play an insane character, yes. right? Um See when it's done well, as in Anthony Hopkins, right? Awesome. Do you know what's even harder? Playing someone, someone who's mentally ill. Playing someone normal. Aye. Or kinda normal. Yeah. And making it so unbelievably good and so unbelievably watchable that it's normal, but it's amazing. It's mm-hmm. easier to but play. That's, that's exactly Jack Nicholson's wheelhouse. That's exactly what he excels at. Because yes. you know, like, so many of his his characters, but you've are, got the Joker in that but, as well. But so many of his characters are literally the un um, untethered voice in your head, mm. right? He's the guy that just like says things, says it. Right, he's, right? he's, he's devilment. That's it's easier. It. It's easier to play like a horrible lecture than mm. it is to play like a Randall. And I think there's more nuance, right? Aye. To Randall, of course, there's, aye, aye, there's aye. more. There's more shades of Granny's character, yeah. but the decisions have to be like. See, see, yeah. if, you're, see if you're playing Lecter, decisions oh, have to be aye, made aye. about how you do it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. you can give someone like Jack Nicholson just go. Me and aye, Roscoe, aye, aye. Do it. me and Roscoe will have picked bits here, right? Aye. But not a lot of people would be able to pick a bit. No. For, for Randall, I don't really. No. See, see. Party why I think it's so good as well is like you're introduced to this guy and he's literally just someone. I mean, this guy's been sent to jail for statutory rape. I so, know, you know I what know, I mean? man. Yeah. Not a nice person. No. Um, and he's he's here at this kind of asylum. Um, the first time you meet him, he, the guy asks me about that, aye. and he fucking charms him. Aye, but he charms the psychologist. But he's literally there out of laziness. Aye. He doesn't want to be at the work uh, farm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, I'll go here. It'll be an easy life. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll serve it my sense. I'll go home. It's brilliant. You know, he's he's not keen in the people when he first gets. He just wants to look kind of clogged down. But he he goes on a journey from like someone passive and everything slacker. Aye, mm-hmm. to someone who is like. Uh, a, a kind of inspiration, uh, uh, an inspiration, and he's he's kind of standing up to the authority. You know what I mean? And the the, the only and he's he's got the kind of the undertones. Of his character see that short temper and the rage yeah. and everything that yeah. he's got, and you know he's he's not got a lot of self control, and that's like ultimately his downfall in the end. But that's always bubbling under the sur- the surface of this kind of like, giggly like, manic. Character, yeah, yep. and it's 
It's can just, you, you, you can't be on why be mates with him? It's, it's just, it's one of those things, like, see if that was a 50-hour series. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I'd, no, happily, I'd yeah, happily yeah. watch it. There's, a, like, I, there's actually bad. a law, can he, it's now that you're saying that, uh, there's a bit of can he, a Tony Soprano thing about him. Yeah. Like, in terms of, he's just, he's surrounded by, can he, just, can he, a lot of mental shit. Definitely got an anger streak, mm-hmm. but also can play it cool when he needs when to be. Yeah, yeah. And you're 100 percent right. If, uh, if if that is a show, oh, which that's the best show ever. But it's, but it's, just just in my mind, like in terms of favourites and everything, that best actor Oscar. That's like that. This is what it should be for. It should be someone playing someone unusual. You know what I mean? Someday, like completely different and and something out, out there but still real aye 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 totally like grounded but you know what I mean somebody as, you could meet aye as much as like I like Joaquin Phoenix and Joker and stuff like that and I thought that was great yep. you know what I mean it's and a it's, fictional story aye and it's, it's kind of so it's this but it seems more aye, real aye aye this is so much more believable yeah 100% it's so much more relatable and aye it's just so so good. So what's your what's your what's your uh, what, what scenes? What's your classic scene here? What would the recommend well, again, I, I think we'd turn. I'd imagine Martin's <laughs> would be one of them. The first one is um, the attempt to lift the water fountain. Oh, there we go. Which <laughs> is so good. Um, you know, <laughs> but he turns to them at the end of it and looks and just says, "Well, at least I tried." Aye. And walks away. So good. <laughs> the other one, which is more comedy, and it's more. It's, it's one of these moments it's like a punch the air victory moment but it's really not a victory at all it's like he's really just fucking with Nurse Ratchet yep. and he's like managed to get a win from fuck all and you can tell it drives her nuts and so it's just it feels so good it's the imaginary world series oh yeah. fuck aye 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 that's <laughs> the one he's commenting on it aye 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 and he's getting everybody else involved and they're all clapping oh what a man Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Mackie, uh, my best scene is um, he's been there for a while and the psychologist calls him out. Mm. Like, he takes him out of the room, calls him out and saying, you're not crazy about what you're doing here. And he's just like, he's sitting, he's smoking a fag and all that and he's just like, the psychologist asks him, like, do you think you're crazy? And he's like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to be acting like, and he does this, can he like, oh, that's that. And then, um, a, a question is posed to another guy and the guy can't answer it and he absolutely pisses himself right, laughing yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. like I'm fucking smarter than this guy yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just Jax he's the man he's the fucking man I'm going to be honest I didn't expect you to pick that um, but a fine choice it is mm-hmm. um, all good choices uh, as, all round, aye, as, as we go to wrap this up then sh- shall we address the elephant in the room well, uh, Marlon Brando Marlon um, because I expected at least one of us to pick it. Oh, very right? much so, thank you. Uh, but so. as I alluded to earlier, it's not even the best performance in no, the Godfather no, trilogy. No, Michael's... The fact that, that, that Pacino didn't win for Godfather 2 is utterly ludicrous. No, Pacino's better in Godfather 1 as well. Than... He's better than that as well. Uh, right? But Godfather 2 in fucking particular uh, is... What? Brando what? isn't even my number four. 
What one at that year? Oh, that's, my number that's, four that's was. That's it. Uh, my on? number four um, was Gene Hackman. Uh, do, you know, do you know what my number four was? Uh, Popeye oh. Doyle. Uh, my number four uh, was Gene Hackman for the French Connection. My, my, fucking my, my number four was Cage uh, for leaving Las Vegas. I do, yeah. I do love that. Mine was uh, Phoenix for Joker. Hmm. But do you know, it's not, it's not a great list. Listen, it's it's not a great list. You need to remember that cinema changed so much over 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 the time that see for the films that we are going to have that that real connection to cinema changed like at our generation, like we we look at films that one flew over the cuckoo's nest and see that as a classic film from what twenty years before we were born, like something oh, like that. Don't even was it late seventies? Seventy eight. Right, so like, we see that as something that's like. Okay, tw- fifteen years before we we're born. Say, right? We see that as classic cinema, and we go, like, that's just look at what happened before that. Just look at what happened because seventies at the end of the day to me is the golden age of cinema. Mm-hmm. Like to this day, still is. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look at a film from two thousand and sixteen or whatever as much as I had I had uh, Phoenix for Joker on this. Mm-hmm. You had Francis Ford Coppola throwing hundreds of millions. At films in 1974, like th- endless fucking blank checks. Uh-huh. It was it was an era that's totally almost incomparable to nowadays because they have to they have to make money to spend money now. Whereas it's like there's just this it's it's, it's incomparable. So our lists definitely reflect our age as much as anything else. But um, we we will definitely do a list in the future that is who should have won. Wait, that's a great one. That's a great one. Ah, but, um, as I was oh, there's so there. many. But but just 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 on the the subject of uh, of Marlon, right? So we didn't pick him. None of us picked him. No. Um, like we said, he's not the best performance in the film. But we could also say that it's kind of um, that's that's kind of a, a remnant from the fact that like the guys won it. Did he win two before that? Or was it one? I think he won two before. Yeah, uh, on the waterfront. He won the waterfront. Um, I think he's only won two. I think so. Yeah. Right. So you know, you're talking about one of the the all-time greats here, and I think. Because that's a great example of a, we're not I'm not shitting on anyone who, who thinks that's the number one but it's a great example of a guy we know what big big M is like he phones it in sometimes and I'm not saying that he phoned that in but his his weight and his name really is a lot of what and I love him for it I love him for that but he, he couldn't make it onto my list for that because when I watched that film all three of them actually He's nowhere near my favourite thing about them. No, 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 not even close, man. I, I think that, I, no, that's bullshit. Yeah, it's close, but I, Michael's I, better. I, I think it's just I appreciate how good that performance is, and but it's not my favourite. Aye, that's that's pretty much what it boils down to. It's, I suppose it's personal it's, opinion. It's Do you vehemently disagree with us? Do you feel oh. like you must get in touch to to tell us your tell list? Us? Tell us your list. Tell us your, your list, top three. guys. That's what we're going to do. We've, we've just chucked this out there, right? We're going to wrap things up here. That was our top three best actor winners. We hope you enjoyed it. But get in touch. Tell us your top three. Where, um, can, where can they tell us? They can tell us that at uglypulpodyssey at gmail.com or they can message us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram because we're Instagram superstars now. We've got like 3,000 views on a reel or something like that, apparently. I've heard we're getting a ticky talk as well. Oh, we're going to ticky talk soon. And uh, so, and a MySpace. Do the things. We're gonna <laughs> get in touch with us. Um, and let us know because you're talking about MSN as well. Because yeah. <laughs> you're Addy, yes, yeah, you're Addy, you're Addy, simple. Um, but no, seriously, um, but there's gonna be a lot more of this coming. Uh, we're gonna, as Martin said, all these little ideas. We'll, we'll do best actress, we'll do best should have. There's so much coming. This will happen, we'll do it whenever we can do it. 
Um, but watch out for these in between the main episodes. Um, and if you really, really feel like it, um, you know, help us out and subscribe and review and all of that. So as always, lots of love. See yeah. you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>